Welcome to the Craft Beer Marketing Awards, Marketing on Tap podcast. This is episode 19, and we are sponsored by the EGC Group. Your CBMA's co-founders and your podcast co-hosts, Jim McCune and Jackie DeBella. Hi, happy Thanksgiving week. Woo! So we have an exciting episode today. Trina is with us. They are a full-service branding and marketing firm that help visionary companies emphasize their strengths and elevate their brands. With a complete range of creative capabilities, Trina crafts authentic brand experiences, which is really cool, that engage and inspire audiences at every touch point possible. So we want to welcome to the CBMA's Marketing on Tap podcast, all the way from beautiful San Diego, California. We have Christy Jones. Director of Account Services, and we also have Megan Capella, and she's the Senior Brand Strategist. Hi. Good morning. Hey, Hey guys. guys. Thanks for uh, coming on. You guys want to check them out at wearetraina.com. That's T-R-A-I-N-A. Speaking of their website, you guys have a really beautiful site. Um, I already see some cool brewery work and some very recognizable brands. Um, Looks like you guys also do some work outside of brewing as well. Um, Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you guys do and and what you could tell us about Trina? Yeah, happy to. Um, Good morning again. Thanks for having us. We're so happy to be here. Um, We are a full service branding agency based in San Diego, and, and we actually pride ourselves on having a really wide variety of clientele. Um, In addition to brewery work, uh, we do a lot of work with technology brands, um, Taylor Guitars, which is another local San Diego company. Um, So we have a lot of consumer brands, medical devices. We do a lot of work with ResMed. Um, UCSD has been one of our clients for many, many years. We work with their alumni team there. We do a lot of editorial publication work. So yeah, really a good, good variety. Um, and then being in San Diego, you can't forget biotech. So we also have a few core biotech clients as well. But, you know, San Diego is quite the hub for craft beer. It always oh, makes yeah. us excited when we get to collaborate with breweries and, and bring some beer brands in. So those ones, you know, make us extra stoked. <laughs> <laughs> is there something behind the name? Um, our president, David Trena, uh, started the agency about 15 years ago now. So it, it's his last name. Oh, wow. Excellent. Uh, Congratulations is in order for Trina. You took a 2021 Platinum Crushy Award, which is our top honor. And that was for best logo design uh, under typography. And that was for your work with Moto Sonora Brewing. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about this work and when? Yeah, thank you. Um, so Moto Sonora uh, Brewing is out of Tucson, Arizona, and they came to us a few years ago with a really strong vision and idea that was pretty well-baked, um, but we're looking for experts on the branding side to kind of help them visualize their story. Their amazing team, their very um, kind of adventure runs in their blood, and they have a love of all things motorcycles, cars. They actually concepted the idea for their brewery while they were on a Safari cross-country trip in South Africa, driving an old Land Rover. Wow. And kind of, (laughs) yeah, sleeping under the stars. We're like, you know, we should open a bar. Um, So they really, like I said, came to us with that vision of, you know, we love all things um, 
car related and motorcycle related and we love adventure and then we're based in tucson in the middle of the sonoran desert and we want to i love that logo i just if any of our listeners want to check it out just go to craftbeermarketingawards.com and click on the 2021 winners gallery and you'll get to see it it's like a gorgeous logo it's something that you see and you're like i want that on a shirt yeah Exactly. And uh, we made some beautiful shirts with that logo. We but did. <laughs> it, it really was a fusing um, of, you know, their passion and their location. And they came to us and we just had a really great connection and vibe with these guys from the get go. And it was amazing because they put full trust into us as the branding and design experts and really just let us run with it. Um, you know, definitely a collaboration, but they were really open to all of our ideas. And you know, you can see there, there's that texture. It's a custom type um, typography that was created for that logo mark. And then also, you, you know, we have that gritty texture on it that really just brings home that desert rough feel. Yeah, um, it's got that motion in it. Yeah, everything down to the color palette. Um, that was a really great collaboration to work on. Well, that's really solid work. And it's a sentiment we keep hearing from agencies that, clients that really trust their expertise and, you know, basically why they were hired to begin with, you really get amazing award-winning work like this. So uh, congrats to your whole team. Thank you. Thanks. You guys also took home another 2021 Platinum Crushy Award for, you know, going back to your best website design for best design. Um, Not an easy category to win. Um, This was for your awesome work with Brooklyn Brewery, who we're very familiar with. Um, can you tell us more about that project and that inspiration? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they're right in your backyard. Um, so Brooklyn came to us. We had uh, done some work a few years back for Ballast Point Brewing, and we had just launched a new website for Ballast Point. And um, Brooklyn came across that site or was familiar with that work and reached out to us through that project. Um, and again, just really good synergy with that team from the get-go. And they were just kind of at a crossroads where, you know, they're a very well established brand and a very beloved brand. They have a strong presence and they didn't feel that their website really communicated who they were as a brand. It was pretty, you know, pretty down and dirty site. There was a few links. I think I remember correctly. They had like a textured brick wall was the background, but nothing that really brought in the personality of their brand. Um, And they were going through a branding exercise at the time too, and working on some positioning and really trying to hone in and clarify who they are. And uh, they wanted a site that really would capture and reflect their authentic, like eclectiveness of Brooklyn and their hometown. And and their packaging is very kind of eclectic and and wild. And so that was a fun project as well, because they had a very strong, well-established brand and we were able to just kind of help them realize that in a digital space and bring all of that eclecticness and um, bring the community and their really strong presence in their community and all about having events and bringing the community together. So we really emphasized their community events that they were having on the site, um, brought in all, they have amazing imagery to work with. So we got to bring in all the different imagery and, and assets from the packaging that already existed and just translate that in a digital space. That's wild. If you're not familiar with it, check out brooklynbrewery.com. Um, really amazing website that uh, really shows off all the incredible packaging. And I just love the way it flows and everything's so sharp. And it, it really um, is a fast loading site. 
which by today's standards is like critical. Yeah, that was definitely a real a primary concern is when you have a very image heavy site, you know, you don't want a lot of lag or downtime. And so huge credit to our developers who work their magic. I'm not, <laughs> I don't speak that language, but um, they, you know, all their tricks to just make sure it remains a really seamless, fast um, experience for the user. Yeah, from, from the brand strategy standpoint, um, Trina approaches brands digital first in kind of our perception because you, you can't fall behind on digital these days. Um, and, and with Brooklyn, it was really fun to be able to lean into the major trends of localization in the beer scene right now. You know, people are proud of the beer that comes from where they're from and to be able to share the community story through a digital uh, standpoint, especially, you know, with everything that's gone on in the last two years to be able to provide an experience that people can join into from wherever was a really special project to work on for us. Yeah, I've heard you say before, I mean, brewery success requires more than just great beer today. It's really about this total experience. Can you speak more to the power of branding in the craft beer space today? And maybe like the best ways a brewery can leave a legacy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's this misperception often that branding is just, you know, your visual identity, that it's a, a logo or just your packaging, but there's really an underrated power of branding in the beer space. Um, you know, as you're starting a brewery, there's so many ingredients that go into the foundation of the business that you're building. You know, you're, you're buying your tanks, you're getting the infrastructure set up, you're creating your tap room, you're, you know, like figuring out your recipes. And we really believe that branding is a fundamental ingredient if you want to see long-term success with your brewery. Um, it allows people to kind of relate to your brand in a deeper way to remember you. And I mean, the craft beer space is so crowded nowadays that just great beer alone doesn't make you stand out in the same way that it used to. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I think Brewers Association just said 8,200 breweries in operation and 1,200 or more in planning. So yeah. the competition is absolutely fierce. Yeah, we, we see that a lot here in San Diego. Um, it grows so quickly. It's really hard to keep up. I think we have over 150, 160 plus breweries here in San Diego, all vying for space, you know, and mindshare. Um, and so creating that brand that's really going to tell, like, allow you to tell your story and what your brand is all about um, gives customers something to latch onto and to remember you by. And um, that brand really does come through in every touch point, like your tap room, the experience that a customer is going to have walking in, sitting down at your bar and drinking the beer um, down. You mentioned merch, you know, merch is huge, creating a brand that people want to wear and represent, especially at the local level. Um, it just it factors into so many things. And it's like Megan said, it's really a key ingredient. Yeah. I mean, you going off of what you're saying about how important local is, we, we've heard that a lot. Um, as breweries are expanding and, and trying to understand, you know, owning their backyard and, and what that means. I know you guys, you know, you just brought it up, you're familiar with it and how important it is, you know, amplifying localization and, and what it means and why craft beer marketing, that is such a strong component. Can you guys talk a little bit more about local? Yeah, I think that, you know, going back to Brooklyn Brewery is a great example to be able to kind of bring that to life. Um, you know, it's in their name, Brooklyn Brewery. You can guess where they're from. But 
when you go into, all right, what does that brand experience look like? Like, how do you relate to your neighborhood or your community? Um, that's where the other touch points of the brand really stand out. Uh, and, and so the way that we approached that with Brooklyn was, all right, how do we use their digital platform as a way to tell their story in a deeper way? And so not only are we using the website to amplify, you know, their beers that, all right, you can explore what they have on tap or, you know, where you can buy it. But at the same time, they're using it as a platform to amplify their community as a whole. So they're highlighting local events, local art shows, local artists, um, ways to get involved in your community beyond just drinking their beer. And I think that with that comes an authenticity that they're not just putting it in their name, but that they're actually living it out and they are um, championing the place that they call home. And so I think that when people see that in a brand, that it's not just that they're saying something, but that they're really living it. That's where people have that connection and that pride. And, um, and it gives them an opportunity to get more involved in their community, which as we've seen over the past couple of years, those relationships, that community bond is more important than ever. So using your brand as a way to do that is a really strong opportunity. In regards to your work with Moto Sonora and beyond, how has brand partnerships and collaborations helped in marketing beer today? You know, I think that there's something really unique and strong about the way beer and branding can partner together. Um, you know, naturally, if you're starting a brewery, you are an expert in beer. You have a, a pride or a new way about going about it that needs to come into the market. But that level of expertise and the respect and the awe around that expertise, when it gets brought into the creative space, um, I think that we found that when someone's able to come in and give us trust and respect for creative, that it allows the work to be pushed that much farther. Um, with Moto Sonora, they came to us with a vision and they were like, all right, we're, we're coming in with a partnership of two ideas. We love this gritty moto culture and we love where we're from. You know, we want to take this Sonoran desert vibe and see it come to life. But they didn't come in closed minded. They came in saying, hey, we have this idea. How do we bring it to life? And then we worked really closely hand in hand to make sure that uh, their authentic selves came out in that. Because yeah, the flexibility can go a long way, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where you end up with a brand that's memorable and different and unique is when you find those partnerships of ideas, but then you also bring in the strength of partnership between people um, and, and really letting that strength come to fruition in, in the way that that partnership plays out. Yeah, that's amazing. That's We added a new category uh, for collaborations last year because we saw how prevalent it was in the industry and especially starting with the pandemic and all of the various fundraising components and human rights. Uh, we decided to uh, encompass all that in CBMAs this year. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, last year, we also included hard cider, seltzer, and mead because yes, they right. seem to be so prevalent as well in the brewing industry and so symbiotic. Have you guys worked with any of those products? We haven't yet. Um, but you're right. It's a huge trend. We're seeing it everywhere. Um, kombuchas, you know, June shines in our backyard as well. There's a lot, you know, the hard seltzer really exploded. Um, but yeah, we have not worked with any of those brands yet. Well, if you're a listener, call Trina and be the first. <laughs> good care of you. You know, the thing that we've noticed, though, is that with seltzer in particular, that everybody's trying to jump into the game really quickly. Um, and that's where 
from the branding side, we have this conversation of, all right, is that the right thing for a brand to do? Or are people just trying to jump on the bandwagon? And I think that that's where brand itself comes into play. Um, That, you know, if you have a brand that lends itself nicely to going into the seltzer space, whether it's, you know, pushing an idea of vacation or relaxing on a summer day, or, you know, that it brings that kind of laid back happiness to it, then moving into the seltzer space would be, um, you know, easy or it would make sense. But that having that strong brand to start with helps breweries decide, all right, is this the right way for us to expand? Should we stick with what we're good at? Should we try something new? And and so while we haven't worked with seltzer companies, we've been, you know, in communications with breweries of trying to figure out, okay, is this the right thing for us? And And that's where brand actually plays a much bigger role than just being design or a logo. Yeah, it really yeah. becomes your North Star and your playbook. Um, yeah. Trends are going to come and go and knowing when to play and when to sit back and let you know others take the lead on that is, is really key and important. And um, I think having a strong foundation for your brand really helps you make those decisions. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask you guys about, you know, how you felt about the amount of competition that is out there now um, and how marketing is no longer really uh, a nice to have. It's a necessity. Um, when we're talking about that, you know, you guys are very familiar with brewery budgets and, and you know, what they should be prioritizing. So can you give us maybe your just, it can be an opinion and insight um, to what you think that marketing mix should look like from a brand perspective Um what should they be focusing on? Social, um, merchandise, they're, are, are they looking at ads, whether they're digital or print? Um, what have you seen move the needle? Maybe not at such a large budget, like maybe a Brooklyn has, but maybe one of the smaller guys. Yeah, I think it's important to understand your long-term business strategy and like what's, what's the desired end game. Um, a lot of brands come up and they're local and their focus is local, like Moto Sonora, you know, local in Tucson. And they're crushing it in Tucson, but they don't really, you know, they're not looking for world domination. Um, They're just really focused on serving their local market. And so they put a lot of emphasis of their budget into their tasting room and their merch and like creating, um, you know, it's free advertisement. If you're creating amazing merchandise that people want to wear and are proud to own, those are walking billboards all around town. And, you know, if they share the love of adventure and travel, you know, people are going to be seeing that everywhere. Um, if you are trying to build the next, you know, stone brewery and you want to go huge and, you know, packaging and shelf space is going to be a much more important play and looking at your packaging and really dialing that in and your, you know, distribution is going to play a bigger role there. And so then you maybe need broader reach, um, marketing tactics. And so that's, you know, social, I think is important no matter what. No matter, everyone lives, you know, in their Instagram and, and TikTok and, you know, all of their various feeds that you can get. And so I think social is, is a must, um, but then kind of determining next steps and where to focus your energies really comes down to your long-term goals. Yeah. And at Trina, whenever someone comes in the door for us, we always start them with a strategy phase, um, you know, as businesses, especially in the brewing space, as they're getting started, they're usually looking for that one shiny object. They're like, man, we want a logo. And then once we have the logo, we'll be set, right? Um, But we found oftentimes that the beauty in that comes when we're able to do 
kind of an upfront strategic phase where we're actually able to do the research of it is wildly competitive. Who is out there? Who are you coming up against? How can you be distinctive and, and memorable in that space? And then using that as a foundation so that in all of those aspects of the marketing mix, that there's consistency, that there's synergy, that it all ties back to something and that you actually have something to say. Um, because it's really easy to say the same thing as everyone else, especially in the beer space. Um, and, and so I think that with that, you know, there's no formula of, all right, everybody do this marketing mix and that's going to succeed. Like Christy said, it depends on what your goals are, but spending the time up front to do the strategy, to figure out what is our purpose beyond just making great beer? Um, how does that purpose lend itself outward? As we were talking about the collaborations, are there opportunities for us to get involved in our community, to get involved with others and have that purpose amplified? Those are those things that bring people in that maybe weren't who you already thought were your designated market when you started out. Um, and that's where you really see the growth and the potential start to un unlock. That's incredible insight. Thank you so much for that. Is Trainer planning on attending the Craft Brewers Conference in May? I hope so. Um, yes, definitely hoping to have representation there. That'd be great because we would love to have a beer with you folks. That would be great. We'll be having our 2022 CBMA's award ceremony uh, during the week. I believe it's Wednesday night at this point. So anyone who crushes it this year will have an open invite and hoping to, uh, for the first time in CBMA's history, actually hand our winners their crushing award in person. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much today for all the marketing behind the scenes. Christy and Megan and the entire trainer team, we wish you continued success and we hope you crush it again this year. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, we really enjoyed it. Thanks, guys.